Hello, welcome back to my podcast, Bethany Says, Beauty, Style, and You. In this episode, I'm going to share my journey from starting my image consulting business to today. It's been a roller coaster. My life and my career have not gone as I thought they would. However, I'm learning that this is pretty much everyone's story. Many of us find ourselves at a certain point in our life and we go, wow, this wasn't my plan. Bear with me, I do talk a lot about myself in this one, but I promise you I tie it back to you near the end. This is episode six, Rolling with the Punches. I started my image consulting business in late 2007 while working full-time in a completely different field. I trained under a local image consultant who has a highly successful career since I had never studied fashion. This training gave me the foundation for starting. For anyone who has owned a business, you know the beginning is a very exciting time, full of potential and a laundry list of to-dos, along with lots of ideas. The starting part is fun. After my training, I began working with a few friends and family members for a small fee in my spare time. As I gained confidence and experience, I raised my rate. At the end of 2009, two years after my training, I left my finance career to do image consulting full-time. This wasn't a great time to leave a steady job since we were in a recession, but in my gut it felt right. I was ready to focus all my efforts on my new career. In the months after leaving my job, I did a lot of decompressing, not jumping right into my business as I thought I would. As I was leaving the old job, I thought I'd take a week or two off, but those two weeks stretched into two months. I was organizing closets, buying new bath towels, etc. Before I knew it, it was the holidays, and I resolved to make a fresh start in 2010. And I did. At the beginning of 2010, I started raising my business profile by blogging, writing newsletters, attending local fashion events, making new contacts. In June 2010, I discovered I was pregnant with twins. What an exciting but unexpected event. Once I knew I was pregnant, I felt like I was on borrowed time. I'd be a mom to two babies soon. I need to get my business going. I hosted an appreciation party for clients and friends in the fall of 2010, and I hosted an event near the holidays with two other women business owners. On December 26, 2010, I went for a checkup. Before I knew what was happening, I was being checked into the hospital. Baby B, my daughter, wasn't growing as she should. I was told I'd be having our babies sooner rather than later. This was shocking, startling news, but I was told I could lose my baby girl if we waited. On December 30th, 2010, four days later, I became a mom to the sweetest, cutest, tiniest babies you've ever seen. Nathan and Vivian were eight weeks early. What a blessing that besides being small, they were perfectly healthy. For obvious reasons, my business would have to wait. However, the year I had spent working on my business was starting to pay off. While I was still in the hospital, I began receiving messages and emails from potential clients. Sadly, there was little I could do except ask for more time. By the spring, I was doing a few appointments, and I slowly began to get rolling. 
I was still very excited about my business. I still wanted to do it, despite the fatigue of caring for two babies. After a time, I began receiving requests to speak, and this frightened me. Public speaking wasn't part of my business plan, but the idea that I could deliver important messages to groups excited me, so I said yes. More speaking opportunities came my way, and I was crazy enough to say yes to all of them, regardless of the size of the group or the name of the company. In 2012, I turned 40, and my mom was diagnosed with an incurable blood cancer. That was a punch in the gut. Not the 40 part, but the cancer part. She has a fighting spirit, though, and as I was tending to my mom in the hospital that summer, I received a request from a potential new client. As you can imagine, I was exhausted raising twin toddlers and aiding my mom. The last thing I wanted to do was work with a new client. But I said yes, and she and I met for coffee. What a perfect person to say yes to. She is my most loyal client, someone I still work with today. Sometimes or maybe a lot of times, we don't feel like saying yes. But when it tugs on your heart, say yes. You may not feel like you are capable, or you may not feel like you have the time or the energy, but great things may await you on the other side of saying yes. At the beginning of 2014, thankfully my mom was in remission from cancer, and my husband and I began talking about options for putting the twins into full-time care so I could grow my business. This excited and scared me, but I knew I needed more time for it. At the same time, however, my husband wasn't happy in his job, and he began looking for new opportunities. Before I knew it, he was talking seriously with recruiters at Amazon. By September 2014, he was flying to Seattle for in-person interviews, and by October, we had a deal. We would be moving to Seattle in January 2015. I was crushed. I felt like the rug had been pulled out from under me. My business was finally going to have a chance to take off, and I was heading to a city where I knew no one, a city that isn't image-focused. If you've been reading my blog, you know where the story goes from here. We moved to Seattle. I did my best to make it a smooth transition for my family while flying back to Dallas for work. Three and a half years later, we moved back to Dallas. And once again, I am building... If I were to simply look at the big picture from the end of 2007 when I started my business to today, without taking into account any of what I just shared with you, I'd say, gosh, I should be further along than I am. I'm not doing enough. I should have a more successful business by now. But when I look at those twists and turns and the opportunities I said yes to in the midst of fears and struggles, I see I am a success and that the best is yet to come. What has life thrown your way that you didn't want or expect? A lot, I bet. And yet here you are plugging away. You're growing, you're learning, and you're doing your best. Some days you are just surviving, I know, and that's okay. Instead of being hard on yourself for where you think you ought to be, give yourself grace 
and space. Make a list of life's unexpected moments and make a list of your accomplishments as well. I bet you'll find you've done a lot through difficult circumstances. If you're stumped, ask a friend or a colleague. They see what you've been doing and they think you're doing great, even if you think you should be doing more. Here's my list, partial list anyway. I started a business while starting a family. I said yes to public speaking despite fears. I developed my best client at one of my hardest times of my life. I moved to a new city across the country and I kept my business alive. I used the extra time to rebrand my business and learn photography. I expanded my blog beyond fashion. This year I started a podcast. When you make your list, you'll see you aren't standing still as your mind might be telling you. Once you make your list, add to it as you do new things. Keep it up to date, just like you would a resume. And please don't measure yourself against anyone else. That is their life, and those are their things. Keep your mind on your things. If you wish you were further along than you are, reflect on Mark Twain's words. The secret of getting ahead is getting started. Keep moving forward and roll with the punches that are sure to come. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode and let your friends know. And if you love this podcast, it would be amazing to have you rate me. Thanks again, and I'll see you back here real soon.